When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to a fresh episode of the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. What's going on, everybody? Peck here. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow the GOAT at Won't Gottlieb. And Big Dave right here is at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Happy Friday, Bulls Nation. Happy Friday, gentlemen. How are we doing? Will, how are we doing? I just got back from walking my dog in the rain, so drying off still, you know, reacclimating to this brutal wind howling outside of my screen door right now. It's insane. mm -hmm. Chicago weather needs to chill. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Nobody going to Wrigley today. My goodness. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine trying to sit through a baseball game in this crap? You would do it. No. I no, wouldn't. Thank you. I would not. I save my attendances to Wrigley Field for July, August, September. Oh, real fan. When oh, summer yeah. pack is in full form. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I comfortably wear a tank we don't want top any of this the preseason stuff? This is we're talking midseason. We're talking midseason form. <laughs> midseason form. People go to people who go to baseball games in Chicago in April are freaking dumb. Or now even May. Dave, how are you, sir? How's your Friday going so far? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, unlike Will, I don't own an animal, so I have not stepped foot outside. <laughs> You're a wise man, my friend. <laughs> except for to uh, get groceries that were delivered because we're bougie like that. <laughs> You're a smart man. Yeah, you, wise, wise. Um, well, hope everybody's enjoying their Friday, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, we are going to have some fun today. In the uh, off-season months, we're going to do something probably every week that we're just calling fun Fridays where mm-hmm. we'll maybe we'll talk some bulls and some NBA stuff of them. Maybe we won't, but we'll, we'll, we'll get silly with it. And and we're kicking it off with a new game uh, that is a, a brainchild from that man, big Dave right there called random bulls generator, where we all just kind of pick names out of our brain hats of bulls past that aren't well remembered by bulls fans and talk about them. Uh, and then we'll also spend the back half of today's episode doing some AMA and answering questions, Bulls or non-Bulls questions from any of you out there in Bulls Nation. We've got some questions already sent in on our uh, our CHO Bulls Discord channel, some on Twitter, and feel free to throw some in the live comments uh, here in the live chat on YouTube as well. We'll get to as many as we can. Uh, but first, guys, are we ready? Are we ready to play random Bulls generator? Yes. I got zero context context for this uh, <laughs> assignment, and I'm so excited. I think this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> oh, right. look, look at this fancy generator. Wow, Joey, you've outdone yourself. Joey, look at him. 
You have outdone oh, wow. yourself. If that thing moves, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> oh, come on, Big In Dave. You know, oh, you know it moves. You know it moves. Come on with it then, Jay. A little bit. Only a little bit. Come on with it. All right, we'll pull oh the God. lever down for the first one. The I first like one's the, Matt. I like that the CHGO Bulls logo is the top of the lever. I I was just about to say that. That's such a nice touch. I, I want to breach into my computer screen and pull it down and crank it so badly right now. All right, now. go ahead. Pull it down. Pull it down. All right, here we go. Peck's get... turn. Oh, oh, look at that. Man. All right, here we go. Here we All go. right, here we go. Peck's oh. random ball. Oh, oh. Mm. Now. First question, can either of you guys name this individual? Uh I can. I'm gonna guess that he's white. That's a that's a safe uh, safe spot to start, safe, Dave. Safe spot right there. Um that's Sangaila. I think I almost chose oh, that's Sangaila. Really? Right. Wow. The Sangaila. only reason I know that is because I almost selected him this morning. <laughs> Dude, I was wondering if we were gonna overlap at all, if any of us were gonna pick the same random bull. Wow. Um, all right. So a couple of a couple of questions for you guys. Okay. Do you recall which season Darius Sangaila wore a Bulls jersey? He played just one season with the Chicago Bulls. Dude, off top, I'm gonna say oh three. Just guessing. Just complete. I guessing. think it was like oh six, oh seven. Mm, Will is closer. It was the oh five, oh six season. Oh five, oh six. I should have known that. Bulls uh, went to the playoffs for the second consecutive year that year, um, lost in the first round, and uh, he played 62 games for the Bulls, starting seven of them, mm-hmm. and uh, want to take a stab at his uh, his stats, points, boards, Ooh. Uh, 3.3 points, uh-huh. 2.1 boards, I don't know. Dave? I'm going to say... Um... Darius and Gila. In 2004, you said? 2005 slash 6. 2005 slash 6. Okay. Average 21 and a half minutes per game. Shut up. Really? Oh, God. I feel oh. like the Bulls, the Bulls have done this thing for years now where they just, like, pick up guys off the scrap heap because they get really injured every year. And yeah. they play for, like, 20 games, and then they're gone. I'm going to say. But they, like, put up some numbers. I'll be nice to say four points, even though I think Will is right with the three. I'll say four and two rebounds. You guys ready to have your minds blown? He averaged 9.2 points per game (laughs) and four rebounds. Wow. He was an all-star. He gets buckets. (laughs) And Gaila being sold short Get bucket buckets. (laughs) We did sell him very, very short. I was so at first I looked up his basketball reference page and had a laugh at that. And then I went on YouTube and searched <laughs> Darius Sangaila on YouTube. Uh, he only has like three videos that come up when you just type his name into the search bar of YouTube. One of them was when he was playing with the Bulls, and it was like him and Chris Duhan hit back to back buckets late in a close win over the Raptors, I believe. And then one of the other ones is when he was playing with the Wizards after his stint with the Bulls. And this was the like Gilbert Arenas Wizards that wore those hideous gold jerseys. Do you guys remember those? Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. And and the Hard highlight those. the highlight of Singalia is where um he's bo- boxing out under his own basket. Somebody misses a shot, and instead of grabbing the rebound, he turns away from the ball. The ball hits him in the shoulder, and it careams off his shoulder and up and in to his own basket. <laughs> And that was one of the three videos of Darius Sangalia on YouTube. 
that is the re- most i'm gonna have to go watch i'm gonna have to go watch that after the show because it sounds like stuff i need to see yeah it, it, uh, it's ridiculous and completely believable for that right <laughs> i was like i was like this is too perfect that this is one of his very few highlights <laughs> on youtube that made it to youtube all oh, right what, one more one more uh pop quiz for you guys okay. can either of you name darius Sangaila's country of origin I know the answer to this. He I'll went to David, he I'll, played he played ball at Wake Forest, but where is he from? Darius Gaila. Dave go first. Oh gosh. Uh Slovenia. Lithuania. Oh is that what you were gonna guess. say, Will? That's what I was gonna say. How, okay. how did you remember the Darius? Because I almost chose him. Because he's the goat. Oh, right. Because I almost you almost him. chose him. I was doing my research. I didn't know what I was researching, but I did my research. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is freaking hilarious. Like, I'll just do this anyway. That's what I was going to do anyway tonight. Let's just go over random bulls and just look up their stats. Hey man, it's what off season. I, I, I got to stay sharp, you know? I feel so you. good. I feel you, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, awesome. I did not, I did not remember that one until I was just sifting through some, some bulls years on basketball reference. Wow, what a legend. Man. What a legend. All right. Who's, who's up next? I think I think it's me. Pull the uh, okay. pull the lever for me. Boom! Oh, wow! Oh man! Oh God! You guys, you guys can get this. I I have faith. It's it's recent. It looks like yeah. I was gonna say that looks like a newer practice shirt. I, why do I see G League when I look at him? Um, <laughs> he looks very familiar. So familiar. Oh, uh, I, All right, you, I you guys want a hint? Grant. <laughs> yes. It, okay. He does look like Jeremy Grant, doesn't he? Right. He played on the Bulls in mm-hmm. the three alpha season. He came okay. over in a trade, which I will share oh. more details about. Oh, Oh, sounds oh. like we might have a winner. You got a winner. He came over in a trade in the three alpha season. It's not Joffrey Laverne. It's the other one from that. It is the other one. Random trade. Shoot. One of the other ones. It's not uh. Joffrey. Um, oh, that means I was talking him up too. Uh, I love King Joffrey. All right. I'm, oh I'm, playing, I'm playing the music. I'm playing you guys off. Uh, it is. Okay. Oh, is All right. It? Fine. One, one last guess for each of Dave, you. Dave, you get a guess. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't have a name in my head at all. Please tell me. It's gonna drive me crazy when you tell us. Anthony Morrow. 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 <laughs> he came over in the Taj Gibson and Doug McDermott and a second round pick trade, oh. in which the Bulls got back Cameron Payne, King John oh. Laverne, and Anthony Morrow. Anthony and he played he number twenty. Did he wear number twenty? That I'm not sure I could answer, although I do have his basketball reference page up. He wore number 11. 11. Um, He he played only nine games in the regular season, but he played in three games uh, against the Celtics in that playoff series. Okay. And uh, I mean, he's always been kind of known as a sharpshooter, always a 40% from three guy. And if you guys recall with Rondo and D Wade and Jimmy, you kind of needed some shooting around those guys. So uh, that, that was his role. Um, also funny, funny thing about the, uh, the Anthony Morrow season is that was the, the bulls had two guys on the roster from Murray state and neither of them 
or John Morant. How sad is that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's depressing. Yo, I don't know why that was just depressing. That was just so depressing, right? Can there. you guys name the other one while we're while we're taking crazy uh from Murray State? So it, was, it was Cameron Payne, who's obviously balling for the Suns these days. <laughs> and the other one's no longer in the league. But he had a couple be. of games there in that playoff series. Isaiah Cannon. Isaiah oh, Cannon. Gosh. I couldn't oh, stand man. Isaiah Cannon. Who had he, way too many A's in his name. Yeah, like I, yeah. It was like his name was he 50% had way too many A's. Also played for Phoenix. He also played for Phoenix as well. Also not no, very they, good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had some moments in the playoffs when uh, after Ronda went out and they started like four guards at the same time. What a year that was. Moments is strong. <laughs> I cannot believe. I still clearly, can't get I'm over just, that trade, though. That I, trade I was going to say, insane. I have clearly deleted that trade from my Bulls memory bank yes, because it was so, so they traded, terrible. They traded away the two best players and a pick. Right. <laughs> we'll give away the two best players in the trade. So you guys should. So we have the, take the honor of also giving. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness, man. That's just, you know. I, I mean, I of every player in that trade who's playing significant minutes, well, okay, crazily enough, campaign is playing backup guard minutes for Phoenix right now with mm-hmm. the one seed in the West trying to get back to the finals. But Dougie and Taj still playing big minutes in the NBA. I don't All know of the Taj pieces the Bulls got back playing. in that trade. God. Also, yeah, I still, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop with campaign. Like in, in one of these playoff games, he's just going to like somehow score negative 80 points and cost them the <laughs> championship. I just remember I was at Summer League one year. Uh, I think it was the year after they won the summer league championship. Mm-hmm. So they were not playing, you know, their, some of their best summer league ball, which of course is incredibly important in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> hey, uh, and I was sitting next to Stefan No, and we were watching the bulls and Cameron Payne j- tried to like cut across the court, um, like sideline to sideline to get an inbounds pass. And he just slipped and fell flat on his face. <laughs> and that is the only image of Cameron Payne that I'll ever have. Oh my goodness. But honestly, credit to him. Like he he was not an NBA player for a while. And then no. he turned himself into an NBA player. No, I, I will not no, no, I will not say credit. I will say credit to Monty Williams and Chris Paul. I don't know if I can <laughs> say credit to Cameron Payne. When he squares up to shoot, he points both of his feet away from the basket. I don't right. understand. It Still makes plays no him. sense. He does the same thing. Oh, is the basket right here? Play. All right, let me line up like this to take my three. Woo! Right. That's like how I have to play golf because I slice it so much. I just got to <laughs> aim in the other direction. I'm going to aim at my golf cart behind the tees. <laughs> Seems uh, Seems all right. Thing. All right, Big Dave, you're up next. Big Dave's turn to pull the random Bulls oh, generator lever. Random Bulls generator machine, baby. Lucky money. Give me some money. Yank that down for me. Mm-hmm. This should. Mm-hmm. We got. Oh, oh our is. our boy Gennaro mm-hmm. Pargo. Yeah, Gennaro Pargo. Mm. Bulls My legend. Man, legendary Gennaro Pargo. I picked him for a specific reason, but do you guys have a favorite Gennaro Pargo moment? Because there literally is one. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm not sure I could have I don't have any moments. Oh, I remember him watching him in warm-ups sometimes. <laughs> Matt, do you have one? Matt? I, I I have a complete lack of favorite Gennaro Pargo moments. <laughs> <laughs> there is one that made him a legend here in Chicago, and that was Game Five in the playoffs when they played the Washington Wizards. And when they played the Wizards, they were down ten points 
in the fourth quarter with about a minute or something to go, and Gennaro Pargo went insane and hit every single shot and hit a game-tying three to tie that game up. But Gilbert Arenas hit the game winner, sent him back home, and the Bulls lost. Now, mm. I was at that game. <laughs> That's what the only reason I bring this up. I think it was that 05. was oh four oh five. Yeah, was, I think yeah. he had a. Didn't he have a second stint with the Bulls? He like did. He, he did. Back? Yeah, I think yes, he, he came did. back. Yes, he did. And he he wasn't on the ten eleven team. Rose's MVP in the conference finals. I think he was on the team the year prior nine ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he came right. back and played one more year with the Bulls. Sure did. Now now when I was and at then this he game, was on the he was on the coaching staff too. I believe. He was mm-hmm. on the coach. Oh God, mm-hmm. yes, he was on the coaching staff, and his brother played as well. Why Jared. do I have all this information in my brain? Like I can't remember know. anything Look important. Me. But... <laughs> you don't question greatness. How dare you? Don't do that. This is what it is, Will. But dude, listen, this is where I learned a valuable lesson. I went against my better judgment in that. I went with a friend of mine. We watching that game the whole time. The Bulls are getting destroyed. <laughs> They're getting beat up that whole game. They started playing a little better in the fourth quarter. My friend was like, "Dude, we should get out of here." Like, this game is over. They're not coming back and winning. I was like, dude, you don't leave games early. It's not a thing. We don't leave. He's like, man, come on, man. I got to go, man. I got to go. We got to get out of here. This ain't going to happen. It's a 10-point game. We're like a minute ago, and it's not going to happen. I was like, all right, fine. So we left. And then I called I called my father. I called home, and I'm talking to my dad. My dad was like, man, I know you're enjoying the game right now, man. I know you're having a blast. I'm like, what you mean? I was like, the game was over. It was a 10-point game. He was like, the game is tied. It's a tied game. And I just gave my friend the death stare, <laughs> like immediately looking at him. And he was like, it's a few seconds left. I said, dude, if they don't hit this shot to win this game, I'm going to punch you in this face right now. <laughs> I mean it, too. And I meant it. I was going to hit him so hard. And, and, and Gilbert Arenas hit that shot and saved me from breaking my friend's nose by punching him in the face. Because I was so angry that I left that game because I, I never cannot, won games early, man. I cannot imagine you being that angry. I just can't. Dude, I was heated. I was because I don't leave. It's not a thing for me. I never, ever, ever, ever leave. Some of my favorite sports moments are because I stayed and the comeback occurred with like a grand slam in the ninth inning or something like that. I never leave, man. I always stay to the end. It's got to be like a 30-point beatdown for me to get out of there. I that, was, that Memphis uh, game is a great example. Memphis was killing the Bulls that whole game. And then mm-hmm. they got to that fourth quarter and the Bulls made an incredible run. And it was, it was great to see, but I never leave early. I left a playoff game early. I've never, I've never left the game early again since that has happened. And, and nor will you again. Never. I remember I, uh, I was at the Cubs giants game four in San Francisco mm-hmm. in 2016, the year they won the world series mm-hmm. and they were down like five runs or something in the, in the bottom of the eighth or top of the eighth and they scored. And I was like, I'm, I can't watch this happen. They lost in 14 (laughs) innings the night before I cannot sit through this again. And then they scored like five runs that inning. (laughs) You left. Will you were there and you left. No, no, I stayed. I stayed. Oh my God. I was going to say, I almost left. No, that was like (laughs) baseball brought Joey in. That was, yeah. (laughs) And that was the game four that clinched it and sent them to the NLCS. Right. If I recall. That was the one. And everybody at that time was like, Oh man, if they have to go back to Wrigley for game five and hit against Cueto, this is not oh, gonna man. happen. Oh man. That was, that was a great that series. That was a, that was a great amazing series. series. It yeah. was, man. But I liked Janeiro Pargo for the bull. I did. I thought Dude. he was a solid backup and he provided little tiny moments. He wasn't Pargo was the man. And he's, he's a Chicago guy, teammates, right? Teammates, yeah. Chicago yeah. guy, and teammates with Darius Singaila in 2005 yeah. six. <laughs> 
the legendary duo, the iconic duo of Pargo and Stangaila. Oh my goodness. Wait. And he has a brother, I think, that was also in the league for a while. Yeah, that's what I said mm-hmm. earlier. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeremy sorry. Pargo. I, I was probably looking up yep. Darius no, cool. stats yeah, or Jeremy something. Pargo, definitely. <laughs> Jeremy was Pargo he... in the league. Was he in attendance for Joe Keem's retirement night last October? I feel like I remember seeing him in some of those pictures. Yeah, I feel like you're right. Because he and Joe Keem only well overlapped that one year when he came back in 9-10 because he had left the Bulls by the time they drafted Joe Keem. Mm, that sounds right. I think but I, I feel I like, feel he like I remember seeing him in some of those pictures that Joe Keem and the Bulls posted on social media. I'm going to put him there. Why not? I'm going to put him there because he's a Bulls legend because they brought him back. And he never pre played what two seasons and then they let let him go and then he came back for one more season and then he was coaching. And he was a assistant coach on the Windy City Bulls as well. For, oh, for the Bulls. So he yeah, did that for about that. For two seasons. I believe 2017, if I'm not mistaken. He was there for like two years. So yeah, Gennaro, they they love Gennaro here, man. <laughs> Gennaro got love here in Chicago. Sure. Dude, speaking of which, Dave, have you gotten calls from the Windy City Bulls this week? I have not. No, they called you. Yeah, I have two voice. Finally, finally getting that ten day. Actually, no, they probably called me and I didn't answer. But <laughs> I have. <laughs> I screened. I screened the calls because uh-huh. and it, it didn't say like Windy City Bulls on the caller right. ID. It was just some right. random right. name or number. But I, it, I didn't know either time, so I screened both times. Somebody calling like a representative from the Windy City Bulls. Like, hey Matt, I called to check in. Uh, saw that you attended one of our Windy City Bulls games this season, and just wanted to get some feedback and hear about your experience, and also talk to you about some exciting new things we're working on for next season. Mm. So it's clearly from that one time that you and I went with Fred and some of the other Bulls podcast people to do that, you know, that halftime podcast thing. And I'm like, they're tr- they are these, these Windy City Bulls are thirsty. Like, I sure thanks for for having me that one time. That was nice. But They're I'm trying not trying to, get trying to like. They're I'm not, I'm not trying to like sign up for a Windy City Bulls honing like season the, ticket package if that's what you're after. Yeah, that's that's like going on one date and you know you don't talk to that person <laughs> for a couple weeks and right. they're calling you back like, wait, what? It was one date. <laughs> like, I thought know? we had an understanding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we did we not. We split the check. We split the check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that was fun. I cannot wait to do that again. Yeah. I cannot wait for so, next week for that. It's a wonderful yeah. exercise. Um, let us now move on to the AMA portion of our Friday fun. But before that, Big Dave, tell the people about the points bet, would you please? I think they would like to know the best way to support what we do here. And the best way to support CHGO is to download that points bet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that right now, you will get two, one, two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars but that's not it if you make a 50 dollar or more first time deposit you and i'm talking to you out there you will receive a free chgo membership which unlocks all of that awesome web content where will gottlieb will put all those bulls thoughts that he has crowded in his head down on some paper and onto your screen and you can see that and you will get a free chgo t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's 2,000 free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free t-shirt from that locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at points bet. Oh, dramatic pauses. I love them so. Live, NBA, same game, parlay. That's what it is, y'all, because for the first time ever, you can build that perfect live NBA same game parlay only at points bet. You can buy your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, Joey, are you there? 
He's not there. I had to ask. And I know you do. And I know you do. It took me a while to find the mouse. <laughs> you can also boost your live same game parlays. You can watch live parlay live, boost live, and partay live with points bet. And if you're here in this beautiful state of Illinois, this lovely city of Chicago, but not today because the weather is like Ebenezer Scrooge. I don't know what's going on outside, but the weather is angry, an angry, angry man. You can download that points bet app and stay away from that anger and just register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Because once the game starts, you don't just bet. Will Gottlieb tell them what you do, sir. You live your bet life. Oh, Joey, you got something for me? Money, money. <laughs> Joey is on his money. game today. The falsetto, oh man. I appreciate the falsetto. I do. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's kick off our AMA. The first AMA we're doing here at CHGO Bulls. Let's have some fun. Uh C Red okay. UK kicks us off with Does Big Dave still feel we need a goon? If so, who does he think we should go for? Oh my gosh, look at these graphics that Joey put together. First of all, oh my Will god, is it's, perfect. Will it's is Will perfect. as Steve from as, Blues Clues. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Why is that perfect? Why is that perfect? Why is that perfect? I, I oh just don't know. Oh my goodness. That's so good. That's so oh good. Joey is going above and beyond. <laughs> oh man. Um, do I see? yes, I, I always feel like every winning team definitely needs a goon. I promise you, when we're doing these random bulls, we might throw some out <laughs> while I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, every team needs one. I don't know uh who in particular. I have to see kind of what they're doing in the offseason as far as, you know, who the players they're bringing in uh, to be on this team to have a better understanding of what type of goon. Uh, do you want a Ooh, Patrick Beverly what? kind of goon? No. I was about to ask. What kind do of goons are a, there? Yeah, there, the, there's several kinds. There's the always yelling. This. There's the yelling, fiery type of goon who's always in your face or something like that, like a Bobby Portis, but who can give you offense. There's a Patrick Beverly veteran type of goon who's always talking crap you know what i'm saying doesn't really does much but does enough He's and then there's like y'all yeah exactly <laughs> 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 it's called 47 on us but then there's also you know the quiet type the quiet strong type like a the kurt strong, thomas silent type you know what i'm saying like Gary guys Cooper. like that They're, yes come on will that's what it's like you got to have them man so there are several kinds of, of those kind of goons. kurt thomas antonio uh Antonio Davis, you know, they those kind of goons, you know, those guys who be strong, silent, quiet. Nazi Muhammad. You don't want to touch them. You know what I mean? Nazi Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So I have to see. I have to see. But yes, this team definitely still What category does Tristan fall into? Oh, he lost his goon status, man. He was disappointing. He came in. No, he came in with the words. He came in talking crazy, but he wasn't about that action. And and, (laughs) no, he, he said everything nice. But you want about that action, man. You can't talk about like, oh man, you can't be running up on my guys like that. You got we got to see us, and then you did nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, no, you lost me. Right I there. love I love the playoff challenges. I know people are mm-hmm. laughing about that, and I was laughing about it too. But I just love that stuff. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Yeah, man, can't have that. Can't have that. He lost his status. Uh, Juan in the comments just uh, let's just get this over with. How much and how long are you giving Zach Levine? I'm giving him the what? maximum in years, and I'm giving him the maximum of the money that comes with that contract that only the Bulls can offer him. Yeah. We done here? I'm, I'm giving him $212 million 
That's four the years plus a player option at the end. That's the figure. Ditto. <laughs> All that. Yes. You pay him. The, re- the reason that we started doing these player grades and didn't do Zach right away is one of the key pieces is because we spent the back end of last week and the first part of this week talking to y'all about Zach's contract. We were like, yep. let's take a break from Zach. Because guess what? There's plenty more days to talk about Zach and his contract. We I can't wait till we're at the point we where, we're, where we're talking about the fact that Zach signed his contract and he's back with the Bulls. And Dude, we just, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Listen, Will, that show right there, <laughs> when that happens, the pettiness that will spew out of mm. this screen right here. Mm, mm, it's, mm, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna oh, it's gonna be so. There good. might be a there might be a drink or two involved in that episode. Oh, it will be led by Petty Peck. Oh, <laughs> it will be it. amazing. It will be amazing. <laughs> uh, January, hey January, in the comments, uh, Matt, do you get hit on more with or without the mustache? Hey, um, what up, Matt? Honestly, I I don't know. <laughs> the, the answer is not often either way. <laughs> not often enough. Not enough for I, you. I would say in my life, ex- in my adult life experience of both having and not having a mustache, more of the ladies are attracted to me when I don't have that mustache on my face. Oh, that's interesting. Was that your first real mustache stint? No, no. I've, no. I've rocked the no. stash like a, for, you know, a few different times in the past. It's usually yearly. Um, Yearly, he, he pulls out the mustache. Yeah, usually somewhere in between fall and winter, I'll do something with my facial hair. Sometimes it'll sure. be a beard and a stash. Sometimes just a stash. Sometimes a goatee. Um, most most often the reactions are always, Ugh. and then <laughs> and then if I keep it for a while, people will be like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of used to it by now. So um, you know, whatever. But uh, it was funny. So I saw I saw Vinny uh, Vinny Duber, you know, part of our awesome White Sox team at the office the other day, yeah. who is like the king mustache, and he was yeah, like, he "Oh, is. dude, you shaved it off." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I was ready," and I was like, "You?" He was like, "Oh no, this is permanent." I was like, "Good for you, man." I can't, I can't do a just twenty four seven three sixty five mustache. Hell no, dude, Matt. You know what you inspired at CHGO when you cut that mustache off. Dude. absolutely unreal <laughs> but you inspired lawrence you got lawrence getting cut off cuts. all of his long hair <laughs> apparently nick from chgo bears like ditched the beard that he had for a while he did, he did. like it was crazy spring, man. spring is about rebirth spring is upon and us. change I, I hope will never cuts off the five o'clock uh bradley cooper shadow that he got happening it's kind of growing out man the covid covid beard <laughs> the covid beard <laughs> Uh, Anish said that we need a Petty Peck shirt in the CHGO locker. I would wear that. Um, C Red UK wants to know, Will, when are you changing your Twitter handle to Goat Leap? Wow. Um, I don't know. Probably not going to happen, but I do love that people want me to do that. I love Won't. I think Won't is great. I love that handle. If I was like, (laughs) Won't Goat Leap, now now we could be getting into something. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think you should. I think no, it no be promises either way. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. He's not teasing anybody. He's just letting them as, know. As my girlfriend says, every time I bring something up that she's not crazy about, we'll talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yikes. 
Chicago Bulls Central. What up, Hayes? Hey, in the comments. Shout out. The new host of Locked On Bulls. Uh, when the Bulls re-sign Zach to a max contract, they'll be on pace to be $5 million into the luxury tax. Do you see ownership allowing this team to go into the luxury tax, or is Kobe on his way out? Um, I, I mean, I think the answer to both of those questions isn't an either-or. I think the answer to both of those questions could be yes and yes. Mm-hmm. We heard Michael Reinsdorf say in an interview publicly earlier this season, we are willing to pay the luxury tax. I also believe that Kobe White could be a piece that the front office deems to be not necessary, expendable, when they are looking for help in other places, and that he could be on his way out. But just because Kobe might be on his way out, I don't necessarily see a correlation there to Kobe staying or going and whether or not this team and this ownership group is willing to pay a luxury tax. What about you guys? Go ahead, I would love I would love to get a salary cap expert on our show one day mm-hmm. maybe uh keith or um keith smith or ryan borgia who does some great stuff yes. for the ryan borgia is awesome the bulls side of things but I, I don't actually think that's necessarily true i think they have some pretty high cap holds which would take them into the luxury tax but troy brown Derek jones i don't think those guys are coming back which lowers their figure um i think you kind of just have to take uh mike reinstorf at his word and just say until he proves otherwise that if he says he's willing to do it, he'll be willing to do it. But totally agree with you, Matt, that if they're going to make a trade, I think Kobe is sort of that one chip that has some value uh, before he gets into his qualifying option year and uh, could be on his way out. But who knows? I'm, I'm very excited for this offseason to see, because I think it is going to tell you a lot about the future of this team in terms of, are they going into the cap or into the luxury tax? Are they willing to, pay Kobe and see if you can turn into something and kind of be patient with some of the younger guys. So very, very interesting summer ahead. Yeah. I, you know what? It's weird. Cause with Kobe, I would have told you with a hundred percent certainty when the season ended that he was gone. Like there's no way he's coming back. And then after I heard him talking, uh, you know, at the end of the year presser, like I heard him speaking, I was like, man, he really sounds like a guy who's, who'll be back here. Like who's not even thinking about not, leaving or something like that it wasn't reflective or anything it was more like no i'll be back here i'm working on this and this and i'm coming back next season and we'll do this again kind of thing um i don't know like i'm I'm really 50 50 on kobe i i think he i still kind of think he'll be traded so maybe i'm 51 49 mm-hmm. I, I still think he'll kind of be traded i don't know when that will happen but ak and eversley have shown when it comes to those young guys who who were previously here they got a season, you know what I mean? And after that season, when they didn't get, you know, the results that they wanted, they made moves immediately. Like, they were out of here. So, Kobe got that season because they were trying to see if he could play, you know, the point guard position, you know, what he could bring to this team. And then they put him back at that six-man spot because, obviously, that's where he was more comfortable and they wanted to see what it looked like. And you kind of – it's kind of incomplete because in that first half before the All-Star break, yeah, look great, you know, like perfect positioning, you know, having him coming off the bench. And then afterwards, it was like, why are you on the team? You know, like it was so, so it's really weird. Let me uh let me ask you that this, and we don't have to get too deep into it because I know we've got some other great questions, but like what do you think Kobe's realistic peak outcome is as a player? Like, what does he turn into realistically? Um, and how valuable do you think that is to the Bulls future and present? At at his peak, 
Kobe is a six man of the year candidate or winner at his peak, in my opinion. Like um, a Tyler Hero type. I mean, Tyler, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is great. I don't think he's uh, Jamal quite that. Crawford without yeah. the handles uh, kind of guy, but just with that jumper, you know, that can get hot kind of thing. He could have a Jordan Clarkson kind of year um, and just go crazy. Or uh, my man, uh, Lemon Pepper Lou. You know, down in Atlanta, he could have one of those, you know, that kind of. Okay, so, so follow up there is how realistic is that? Like how, what percent chance would you give him to actually turn into that? You know what? I'm going to say 51% he could turn into that. Honestly, like seriously, if he gets on the right team, guys, where they remove the responsibility from him and they're like, just please shoot the basketball and do nothing else. We're not going to worry about your defense. We're not going to worry about you doing anything else. Just go there and score. He could really turn into that because every guy I just mentioned to you, they aren't worried about doing anything but shooting. That's it. Period. Point blank. So mm -hmm. if he goes somewhere where that is his only responsibility, I think he has a shot to turn into that for sure. Colin in the comments said he deserves another half a season first. He being Kobe. I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't disagree I, with it. <laughs> I think it, it, it's not about giving him another half a season to further evaluate what Kobe is and how he fits as a puzzle piece into this roster right now. We know what Kobe is. He's a streaky shooter and guy who can come off your bench and contribute some scoring. And when he's on and cooking and like goes wild in a third or fourth quarter, he can win you a basketball game. But then he disappears for games at a time yeah and i'm like i don't think you need another half a season to figure that out about kobe i think we know that about kobe by now and either you deem that to be a piece worth keeping around and paying on a new contract or you don't i think it's as simple as that and i mm -hmm. right now am in the camp of people who is saying if you can get something for kobe that helps your team more than kobe's helping your team i think it's time to move on yeah and again those guys i mentioned are all guys who've been traded multiple times, you know, in their career in the NBA. Yeah. So it's not like he's an untradeable piece. Like if he's going to go, he can go. It's okay. But I can understand giving him another half season. Um, again, if I have to see, like Will said, that's why I'm excited for the off season. Cause I want to see what they're really trying to do. Cause if they're talking about removing those responsibilities from him and just, you know, saying Kobe go shoot, he could be that dude. He could be, um, but yeah, if they don't give it to him, I mean, I'm not gonna cry about it. Like, okay, well, he's out. It's cool. But yeah, I'm not I'm not totally against giving him a half a season. Yeah, I mean, I think that's still up in the air for me. Like, if you're talking about like where he could fit into that role that you guys are talking about, I think the Bulls need that somebody in that role. Like, he he could do that in Chicago. But the fact that he wasn't able to just have that gunner mentality in the playoffs against the bucks when the bulls had just nothing else mm -hmm. offensively that was very disappointing to me and obviously you're going to take the good with the bad for him on a team like the 2019 20 bulls when he was kind of like the main you know scorer next to zach you you saw some good stuff but same thing as wendell like i don't know if he's putting up those kind of numbers on a, a good team at this point in his career so it, it depends on the money it depends on how patient the bulls want to be um but it's a really interesting question. Yeah, Colin saying so. that's why I would give him half a season, let him cook, then trade him at a high value, or keep him. What if he doesn't start? Yeah, the I first think the, the opposite the is, is just as yeah. likely. Yeah, 
It's like you're not you're not positive that you're going to rate his trade value because look, we we talked leading up to this past season's trade deadline about whether or not Kobe was going to stay. And part of it was the fact that Alex and Lonzo were both out and the depth at guard suddenly became very shallow. Yeah. But the other part was Kobe wasn't playing all that well. And you were sitting there saying, are there a whole lot of teams knocking down the bull's door to offer them different trade packages for Kobe white right now? Cause my guess would have been, no, there weren't. So yeah, it doesn't seem like it was, or, <clears throat> that trigger would have been pulled. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. we were surprised, Matt, that he was still here, right? Like, we, we were like, oh, man, they didn't make a trade for Kobe. Oh, okay, all right, right. well, they made a decision. And that's what we talked about a lot. Like, well, the Bulls have shown they made their decision. They're going to stick with Kobe. But we thought, if anybody, he was always the name. Forget Patrick Williams by the Bulls. Mm-hmm. We were always bringing up Kobe, like, as the guy who would be traded. So, yeah, it's so interesting. It's going to be just interesting to see. All right, we've got uh, lots more questions to get to. We will get to as many as we can. Uh, coming up next, Dave, somebody in the dis- in the Bulls Discord channel has a has an NBA rappers question for you. Ah, okay. uh, so we'll right. get to that right after this. Today's episode brought to you all by Strava Craft Coffee. Strava. Want to start your day with a competitive edge? Strava Craft Coffee is a game changer and has helped thousands of people yours truly included, to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry. What it does do is offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without those coffee jitters, live your day more balanced with less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. So the best part is that Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated, full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for more traditional CBD format. Tinctures. Boom. (laughs) If you love Strava after you've tried it, you can also subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. And right now, our CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use promo code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use promo code CHGO25 at checkout. Try it, people. You know what, guys? I feel like I'm missing out somewhat because off of these promos, like Matt now is officially down with Strava. He's the Strava guy. He's the Strava man. He he gets it on the website. Will is all into the athletic greens. You know, he's he's gone above and beyond. And I'm like, well, what have I got to get into? It's got to be something. Is it, is it gambling? Point that. Point that. Join oh, me in man. the gambling circle, won't you? Par- Parlay Dave doesn't have quite the same ring it, to it. It just but... doesn't. It doesn't, man. You know what I'm saying? But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. What, what about like double down, Dave? You make a bet Ooh. before tip off, and then at halftime, you bet again. Double down, no. Dave. No, I'm one time thing, man. That sounds like extra work. Like, no, I'm one time thing, man. Like, <laughs> I'll put a thousand down on something and then just walk away. Like I, I will definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, our guy, Sean from CHGO socks and CHGO bets. Speaking of points, bets said, I love random bulls generator. Can I steal it for CHGO socks? Of course you can. Oh, sir. You may. <laughs> if you need any other creative ideas, you know who to ask. Yes. Big Dave. <laughs> Not me. We are. Uh, <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave, January recommends Manscaped being like your sponsor that you roll with all the time. Look at that beard. 
I have mm-hmm. used Manscaped. This is true. I put on mm-hmm. the draws too. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. this is a fact. I have Although, used all the parts. The one, the one that you swore by back at our old uh, Locked On platform was uh, Sweat Block, right? Oh. That, that like specialty deodorant that keeps Brother. you nice and dry. Swear by it, Will Gottlieb. Swear by it. I keep one on me all the time, baby. Like it's my wallet. I keep <laughs> sweat block. I love that thing. I love it so much. It comes in so much handy. It really does. Yeah, you know what? I haven't had in a while the built bar. Uh, oh. <laughs> Give me a built bar. Give me a built bar. Uh, all right, moving along. Uh, this one comes to us from our Bulls Discord channel, which, by the way, if you aren't a member yet of CHGO, sign up for an account. Uh, so that you can access this fun Discord hangout section. Um, Big B Doge, I hope I pronounced that correctly, said, got a question for Big Dave here. What are his thoughts on Lonzo as a rapper? Does he stack up against the goat on the mic, Denzel Valentine? I've been dying to know. <laughs> oh, well, first of all, the, the greatest uh, athlete rapper is Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, there was, there was nobody better than Shaq. Shaq is the actual straight up rapper. He's in, in athlete terms, he's, he's Kendrick Lamar. He's, he's rock him. Like in athlete terms, he's, he's what, what about, uh, what about my guy, Iman Shumpert? <laughs> don't make me speak ill of the hometown. Will. I don't want to do that. I don't shout out to Oak Park Air Forest high school. You dig shout out, man. Shout out Iman, man. Well, I, I will say this. His wife makes incredible music. Well, I'll say that. That Deanna counts for Taylor. something. Yes, it does. Deanna Taylor makes some incredible music, man. Great albums. But as far as Lonzo as a rapper, um, I'm I'm happy he's playing point guard. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy he's doing that, being a point guard. I listen, of course, I did listen to several of his. Actually, I listened to his album when it came out. Uh, it, it was uninspired, in my opinion. Um, he didn't have he didn't have the right voice for me. He had some bars, like he he's a better rapper than Denzel Valentine. I'll definitely say that. He, he's much better than him. Um, and, but he's not on that level yet. Yeah. But he's not on that level, man. So he's not on the Shaq or, or Dame Lillard level. You know what I mean? He's, he's not there not on that kind of thing, but he's better than Denzel. I'll say he's better than Denzel, but I'm glad that he's (laughs) playing point guard now and focusing his stuff there. How can you say better than Denzel? Does he have any lines as good as sloppy like Joe? Sloppy like Joe. Will is the greatest rhyme. Man, you should have saw me, Will. I, I couldn't wait to tell Matt and John that line as soon as I heard it. I couldn't wait to tell him about that I line. Sloppy like Joe. Dude, I, I, I actually listened to that album because I know Bulls fans would ask me about it. Mm-hmm. That Denzel album where like each song was a minute and 45 seconds long, maybe. It, it only took me half an hour to listen to the whole thing. And it was yeah. still like, I want that half an hour back. I will never get that half hour back. I will say shout out to him, though, because of the promotion, because he dropped the album on Valentine's Day. And I thought that was a brilliant move. I really did. I thought that was really smart and brilliant. But if you that was a bad Valentine's Day, because (laughs) because that was clearly going to work. So many couples were like, oh, you know, what? so romantic tonight, honey. Let's have a nice, quiet, home cooked meal. Just the two of us. And we'll put Candlelight on Denzel's dinner new, with Denzel we'll Valentine's candlelight dinner with Denzel's new bars in the background. <laughs> candlelight and paper cuts. <laughs> like, I guarantee you, not a single human being got laid listening to Denzel's album on Valentine's Day. Zero. Zero. <laughs> oh man. Great question, though. That's a very good question. 
Uh, Dave, who you got in a battle, John Cena versus Shaq? Oh, Shaq can eat him alive, man. Oh, no, Shaq can kill John Cena. Because John Cena, he got he can spit. He cool. He all right. He he picks good music. He has a, Honestly, he has a good ear for music and what he's selecting. But Sha- Shaq, dude, will literally come off the head and rip you apart. And he'll have memorable bars, you know, when he's rapping against somebody. You you remember what he said about Kobe? Like, you know, you you quote that all the time. Just just saying that stuff. That was a freestyle off the top of his head. But no, Shaq is an MC, like a for real, like an MC. Like Cena's cool, but Shaq is Shaq is an MC. He eat him for real. Uh, we got another comment uh, or, or question rather from our CHGO Bulls Discord. Uh, Nick wants to know everybody's drink of choice. Will, what's your drink of choice? Put me on the spot. Um, I haven't had anything to drink in like a long time because COVID and just all sorts of other reasons, I suppose. But uh, I was drinking whiskey a little bit just before COVID got bad again. Um, mm-hmm. I don't are, know. Are you a, a bourbon, a scotch, a rye? Uh I don't know. Rye, maybe. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm like much of a connoisseur, but that's just kind of what I was starting to get into. Love a love a gin and tonic. Oh, summertime. Summertime. Summertime G&Ts. gin and tonic. Oh, hell yeah. Also uh, underrated Moscow Mules. Love ah, those. Uh, those one, one of them, aside from G&Ts, beer. my other favorite summer drink is not a Moscow mule, but a Kentucky mule. I'm not a big Kentucky vodka mule. guy, but I love whiskey. So I'll swap mm. out the whiskey for the vodka and just do bourbon, ginger beer, splash yeah. of lime. Oh, my God. That sounds so, great. So refreshing in the summertime. Yeah, I can't I, wait for yeah. summer. Stop it's raining, please. Here. It's almost here, man. It's it looks so here. gross out this window right now. <laughs> <laughs> big Dave, I, I know you're uh, I know you're on the – the the mellow wagon right now yes correct i am like that was uh not since january 1st not since actually not since like december 4th like i haven't had anything so you are you are a stronger man than me (laughs) what was did that that work that didn't work did it i I tried to do a sound effect yo there you go will got it I was trying to do some Bobby Boucher in there, but I had to play oh, that, it, that was? you know, okay. off my phone no, no, into the no, microphone. The audio definitely did not come through all that clear. Not on my no, yeah, yeah. I didn't think yeah. it was going to, but I had to take the chance. Appreciate you. See, that's what I like when he went for it. He didn't worry about losing or winning. He just went for it, and I appreciate it. <laughs> and he's actually right. I'm glad he put that because my drink of choice is always, always. <laughs> the H2O, Look baby. at the size of that okay. jug of water. This is one of my greatest purchases ever. Because also drinking water. It's a gallon. It comes with a handle, and I can just drink it straight up out of here, and I'm good to go. I love this. I drink. I probably drink one of these a day. I love good it. Good for you. So love much it water. so much. I'm a water person. Matt will tell you that was one of the things he marveled at when he met me. Was how water much, and, how much water and I grapes. Water and grapes, oh. baby. Yep. All oh, the grapes. The, yeah, the most pristine grapes you will ever see. Uh, Sean said, what's your favorite trick of choice to listen to while you're listening to Denzel Valentine's album? Uh, cyanide? You're right. Ble- Gasoline. Bleach? <laughs> I'm going to go with bleach. Sadness? <laughs> bleach and hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wash it down with some ivermectin. Um, 
Big Dave, what is your favorite type of preserves, and do they come from Matt's summer house? Now, Matt, see, Matt... <laughs> the, from man, when Matt goes on vacation to Peck Manor, as I like to call it. <laughs> Peck Manor. Um, when he goes up there, he there's a place where they make fresh preserves. And I tried some once when I was at uh his condo, and I, it was really amazing. And Matt went back and brought me an actual jar of it that I've been experimenting with, uh basically with breakfast sandwiches. Like, so mm-hmm. when I get like a croissant egg and cheese joint is going on there and it's been working out quite nicely <laughs> like it's quite it's quite amazing but my favorite preserves are strawberry like i love strawberry preserves love 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 strawberry preserves uh apricot is also good for as well but yeah strawberry preserves i, I you can never go wrong with that for me peach preserves too those are good too what about mm-hmm. uh Pet you're at black blackberry preserves oh blackberry preserves it's good man i was That's... on i was all over the strawberry bandwagon for a while and then blackberry dave was the jar i gave you was that blackberry or was that black raspberry Black raspberry. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. that black yeah. raspberry. That sounds very good too. Out Al- in orchards up there in northern yeah. Michigan. My God, you can taste so, it right out whoo! the tree, Will. <laughs> man, <laughs> love taste it. the tree in it. It's, it's really like man. I don't know about you guys. As far as like your PB and J ratios, I usually mm-hmm. go kind of like 60-40 peanut butter over jelly. Oh but no! When I get my hands on one of them jars, I flip mm-hmm. it and I'm like, give me a little bit more jelly than peanut butter because that's how freaking good it is. No, no, the ratio is more like 60-40 jelly to peanut butter for me when I'm when I'm doing it. Cause because it was about the strawberry preserves. It was all about that. Like if it's grape jelly, I'm not a fan of grape jelly like that. No. But if it's grape grape, grape jelly is 50, trash. 50, yeah. Trash. 50-50. You know what I mean? But you know, sometimes you get what you can afford. So, you know, it's 50-50. But you know, since you moved up in life, <laughs> you stepped up to the strawberry and the schmuckers. And- <laughs> straight off the farm kind of thing you know what i mean and yeah you go about 60 40 where it's just hanging off the edge of the bread it's just hanging off but not falling off you know what i mean it's right there only person who should ever have to subject themselves to grape jelly is denzel after finishing that album as a punishment to himself just picking on preserves. no no only grape for denzel he caused me enough pain I do say this about Denzel's that I appreciated his honesty on that album. I like that about he wasn't fronting. He was like talking a lot about how he grew up and what it was like growing up for him. Like he was very honest about it. He was like, we wasn't poor, but we wasn't rich kind of thing, but we were struggling. And yeah, I like that. I like when guys are honest in their music. Now. Yeah, he, he saved all of his fronting for when he was on the basketball court pretending to be good at basketball. <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's move on. Uh, PW, PW with just a ridiculous hypothetical question. Who starts for the Bulls at center next season? Vooch Gobert or Mitchell Robinson? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go with Vooch. Yeah, I'm going to go well, with the two-time all Why is bro. it that so many Bulls fans have this obsession in their heads? Is, is it just because of all the talk and all the smoke that's coming out of Utah after their first-round exit and the fact that you know, we got that report that Rudy said about Donovan Mitchell, like, it's him or me. Somebody's got to go. And people are like, well, I was disappointed in the season Vooch had, so let's just trade him out for, for Rudy Gobert. Like, I don't understand how many Bulls fans think that that's just, like, a rational thing that's about to happen this summer. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Go ahead, Will. I, I was just going to say, I think Vooch has got to be, like, the minus 1,000 favorite Gobert plus 10,000. <laughs> 
Mitchell Robinson, there were there were rumors about Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Weren't there um at the deadline. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's some smoke there. Uh Pirtle, obviously Shock. there were some rumors about him who I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um He's good. I uh, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I would say Vooch is the heavy favorite. Yeah, Pirtle's gonna cost you too, much more than uh Robinson would because I think his future's bright for that young man. He, yeah, he's, he's good. He's really he nice. is good. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, big men and maybe something a little more realistic than uh, uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, here's a tweet. Are you happy now on Twitter? Uh, asked us this. Unsure about the Bulls cap space after re-signing Zach, but thoughts on pursuing Andre Drummond as a backup center. Size, rebounding, rim protection, and doesn't hurt to have practiced against Embiid. Um uh what, what do you no. guys think about Drummond? the first thing I mean... that jumped into my head was uh that still shot of drummond on a breakaway doing the peace sign <laughs> <laughs> uh i you know he puts up numbers but i don't think he's actually that good uh he he like finishes very very poorly around the rim for somebody that's like a lob catcher mm-hmm. he is not a great defender i think he's like a fine backup big he's gonna get you some monster rebound numbers and that's something that the bulls struggle with especially if they move on from Vooch. So maybe as a backup, but I think he's kind of like going to be looking around for a starting job somewhere. Yeah. Like I think he'll be starting on a, on a bad team. Like I can yeah. really see that happening for him. I don't, I don't, it's something about him and his vibe. I just don't want it here. I don't know what, I can't explain it to you. But... Or the other one where he was like doing the post-up thing behind LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He's like... kind of, he's got some Denzel in him. Yeah, like where he goes, there's like losing following for some reason. You know what I mean? Like the Lakers you just mentioned, the Nets we just saw. Like I don't know why, but where Detroit all yeah, I was gonna like say he was he on goes. some stinky Pistons teams. Yeah, where he goes, it kind of fine. And that's not to say he can pl- can't play because obviously he can play. He he can score and he can rebound and he's a cool <laughs> defender. But I, I no, I don't I don't want it here. You know, what I'm I'd rather yeah, I like Mitchell Robinson a little more for this team for the fit for this team. They need the defense, man. They don't need younger, better offense. rim protector, bouncier, right. exactly, better lob finisher. Also exactly. broke Patrick's hand, so that <laughs> counts against him in some way. Yeah, but I'd rather put that on my team than have my guy go up against him again. Like, put it True. on my team now. You know. True. Um, all right, guys, let's get out of here on one more real question, and we have some time to figure this out. But I know a lot of Bulls fans are already talking about it. So that guy Murph. Uh, TV on Twitter said who's the ideal pick at 18 also in the CSGO Bulls discord Sung asked another question uh given we have the 18th pick in the first round what positional need should be addressed with it if we end up keeping it or is it better to just go best player available so always 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 best player available always I'm with you on that yeah and forever go with the best player I mean, available for sure. The Always. Bulls were still looking for a point guard or a, a guy who could play point and the two, and they ended up taking Kobe White seventh. And you know, we I know we just spent a lot of time talking about Kobe, but mm-hmm. if they had not, maybe I think they edged a little towards drafting for need when they took Kobe there and kind of taking the the bottom of that group of top of the lottery guards when you talked about. You know, obviously Jago in number two and then Sexton and Garland going off the board. And then Kobe was just sort of like the last one there. And the Bulls were like, okay, well, I guess we'll take him when how many wings and big men that went after Kobe are just like much bigger and better and more important role players, if not stars on their respective teams right now. 
Always go best player available. And I'll even say it like this. Even when you've got the first pick or second pick and you're like, you have a clear need of what you need. You, you take the best dude available, like who's there. Like yeah. Derrick Rose is the best example I can think of right now. Cause Kirk Howard is there. Ask, ask the Blazers <laughs> about Sam Bowie. They happy yeah, about exactly. that? Hello. Oh, we've already, <laughs> we've already got Clyde. We don't need that guy who looks <laughs> like he has the game we that exactly it. mirrors Clyde. Wait, no, oh, oh, even give he, us, give us Bowie. We're, we're, we're taking Bowie. Or how about, uh, no, man, we would just take Darko. Like we good on that. You know what I'm saying? We don't, who is this mellow guy? We don't you can, need that. You can never have too much talent on your team. You can have, yes. you can have enough mediocre guys that fill a need. Mm-hmm. You never have too much talent. I haven't really dug into it yet, but uh, I text with my friend, Nez, shout out to Nez. I think he's watching right now. Um, he was uh, he was texting me guesses on Morrow and Isaiah Cannon earlier, so I think he's watching. Um, <laughs> but he, he's been high on uh, Malachi Branham, and I think he's a very good player. He's got some upside. Um, definitely fills a role as far as you know a 3 and D type of wing, but I think has some more creation chops. Um, I'll definitely, you know, I've never been a huge draft guy, but uh, now that I've got all this, all this time, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting into it. So yeah. Sohan's very good. I like Tari Eason. Um some of my draft friends are big into uh Leonard Miller, I think it is. Uh so he could be something fun. Yeah, Leonard Miller, he's a Canadian prospect that's super young and super tall and has some on ball skills, very, very long guy, shoots it, dribbles. Um you think uh, there, there are some interesting prospects out there this year, but I think it's a it's kind of a less exciting draft. Obviously, you've got like your top four or five: Chet, Paolo, Jabari, Jaden Ivy. Uh, so outside of that, there's not like a huge bunch of talent in the middle. But I think there's some nice players, so hopefully they can find someone good. What do you think about uh, Kofi Cogburn? Will he be there? Will he be a guy you take at eighteen? He isn't he going back to school? No, he's coming out. No, he's coming. Oh, he's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he strikes me as more of a second round guy just because he is just overwhelmingly athletic at that level and like just giant. And I wonder, no. you know, <laughs> I don't hear a bad thing yet, Will. <laughs> well, I just wonder if he's like taking advantage of like non professional NBA player sized okay, human you. beings. Um, okay, but I could also see him having sort of an IO type of season where he goes in the second round and then is producing because he's just a great player. But, uh, I think there are some other centers, um, that'll probably go before him, whether it's, uh, Ooh, Kofi undrafted. Mm. Um, he's he's not even projected to be drafted in in most mock drafts. There's, there's Jalen Duran, there's Mark Williams, uh, Walker Kessler, Coloco, there's there's a bunch of guys I think um, that could go probably ahead of him. Uh, Kamagata is another one, so we'll see. But I think he's obviously like that kind of that kind of athlete, that kind of body, and we'll see if he can put it together in the NBA. How wild is it? Plenty in the NBA and that big and that athletic and could go undrafted. That's so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, plenty more days to talk about what the Bulls might do with. That I can't wait to to dig the into NBA the draft, draft, man. I love the draft. It's going to be fun. And we don't even have to stress out about the lottery this year. So, Woo-woo! you know, yeah. And I'll say this change of pace. I'll say this. It would also not surprise me at all if the Bulls trade that pick to just try to get some more like contribute now kind of talent. Yeah. yeah. I think they need, they need, they need cheap. 
talent. So if they can find somebody who's like able to contribute on a rookie contract, that's ideal, but mm-hmm. would not surprise me at all if they're trading that pick on draft night. Yeah. Um, thank you everybody. We're out of time. That hour went by so freaking fast. Um, We're having hope, fun. hope y'all enjoyed the, uh, random bulls generator. We'll definitely play that again. Uh, and, uh, if you're a White Sox fan, it sounds like the, the Sox crew is going to start doing that too. And thank you everybody for throwing us your questions about Bulls, NBA, and all of the questions that were in no way related to the Bulls of the NBA. That Those questions are oftentimes uh, just as fun, if not more fun, to answer because we talk about the Bulls every freaking day. Uh, so we'll do some more AMAs on Fridays moving through the offseason as well. Appreciate y'all. Keep those questions uh, coming uh, on Twitter in that uh, CHO Bulls Discord channel. Give us a quick thumbs up on that button if you like today's show. If you were tuning in on YouTube, we appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. And um, any of your fellow Bulls fans who haven't uh, come to hang out with us yet, let them know we're here, and we're here for you all the time. That's it. hope everybody enjoyed their week. It's Friday. Enjoy the weekend. We will be back on Monday with a fresh dose of episodes for y'all. Uh, thanks to our producer, Joey, uh, hanging out in the background there. And uh, Will is on Twitter at WontGottlieb still. Not Go Gottlieb yet. Uh, Dave is bow B A W L sports. Bow Billy Donovan Jack. Uh, Billy D. Uh, we are CHO underscore Bulls. Until next time, appreciate and love you, Bulls Nation. See you, Red. Be good. <laughs>